Hi, and welcome to Happier Music Teacher. Are you a music teacher who has no time, no voice, and you kind of need to pee? I'm Beth Duhon. I'm a Christian, wife, mother, musician, and former stressed hot mess music teacher. I've been there. Join me every week as we work on easy micro actions so that you can be a happier music teacher. One of the things I get to do in the name of market research, and let's just be honest, just hanging out on Facebook, is to be in music education Facebook groups, sometimes contributing, sometimes even putting up a podcast episode. Maybe that's where one of y'all found me. And sometimes just lurking so I can get a little bit of an idea on the pulse of where music educators around the country in different grade levels and teaching situations might get, where their mind is at. And one of the themes, one of the threads that I see running through it consistently, besides no time, no voice, and needing to pee, which I think is a constant, is this feeling of feeling unappreciated. And I've been there. I can understand that too. Uh, if you want a very similar episode that might speak to it even more or maybe attack it at a little bit different angle, um, you can check out episode 24, When You Feel Disrespected as an Elementary Music Teacher. I love the fact that I can reference old episodes in this. This is so fun to get a body of work on this information for you. I have a lot of thoughts and feelings on this. And first off, I just want to let you know that your feelings are valid and that those feelings are coming from somewhere and you can stuff it down, but it doesn't change the facts. Uh, but let's talk about some things we're going to do today when you feel unappreciated. And I have a strong feeling this is going to be a two-part episode, but let's start and see how it goes. The first thing to think about when you feel unappreciated is ask yourself a question. Are you yourself showing appreciation? Now, this is not always a tit-for-tat situation where um, I show appreciation to get appreciation or it's manipulative, but do ask yourself if you're expecting this appreciation from the people on your campus and your stakeholders, are you giving it as much as you'd like to get, receive it? Um, even if they never show you appreciation the way you think they should or the way you deserve, frankly, I know you work hard, um, are you showing appreciation yourself? So the people I think about showing appreciation, your team. Are the immediate people that you work with the objects of your appreciation? One of the things that I like to do is give a small gift after a concert. Now, I know I don't have to, um, but for me, it's a priority. And like I said, even though it's something little, something little than I would like to do, it's just a token to let them know that they're seen, that they're appreciated, that I know that it takes some time out of their schedule. It takes some time away from their family if it's an evening program. It takes some time away from their curriculum. And this team is rock star team. They do it gladly. So I'm so grateful for them. Um, conversely, or not conversely, I don't think that's the correct word, but are you also showing appreciation to administration? I know we often are critical of them for not showing enough appreciation trickling down, but their job is incredibly difficult. Are you showing appreciation going up to your administration for all the things that they do for you day in and day out? Um, the parents of your students or the parents of the people in your performing ensembles, are you showing them appreciation for bringing the kids to rehearsal week after week consistently, um, for volunteering, for donating, for all those things? And then finally, are you showing your students appreciation? Um, like I said, this does not have to be tangible. It does not have to be treasure box if that's not your thing. Uh, but are you regularly telling them in some way, wow, I appreciated how hard you worked for that rehearsal? Or I appreciated how you're always timely for your performances. So even if you do not receive it, we want to be the type of people who show appreciation. And I do think it's a good practice to give what you'd like to receive. 
Number two, as you're thinking about feeling unappreciated, is this a vague dissatisfaction or is it a specific unmet need? Are you just feeling funny a little bit after your concerts? The reason I think this matters is it's going to help you get to the root cause and figure out what we can do about the problem of you feeling unappreciated. So if it is a vague dissatisfaction, that's a little bit harder to pin down. So I would urge you to take some time, maybe with a pen and paper. That's how I process a lot as a writer. Um, what specifically is making you feel dissatisfied? Or what specifically do you need that you're not receiving? And a lot of times, um, I don't think a lot of people um, are ill-willed or are malicious. You know, some people are, but a lot of people, they just don't know. And if you don't tell them explicitly what you need to feel appreciated, and we're all busy and we're all self-centered, sorry to tell you, you're not going to receive it. So is it that you feel dissatisfied because you are never mentioned specifically in the newsletter um, for what you have done for the music programs? Is it because you've never received flowers after a concert from your spouse, from a student, from your admin, from anyone, and that is just really what hits the spot for you to make you feel appreciated? Um, if you don't ask, you won't get. Um, is it that you don't feel that you have been verbally acknowledged at the conference, a concert, excuse me, and that has caused you a little bit of a strain? Um, sometimes if you just go with the right spirit and you say, you know what? I know I shouldn't feel this way, but I would feel a lot more appreciated if you got onto the mic and thanked me by name following the concert. Literally two decades ago at a private school outside of D.C., we had a piano player of some note, I forget her name, but very accomplished piano player come and perform for the students. And because of the size of the student body, which was like first through eighth grade, and the size of the space, we had to have her perform several times. And there's a little bit of a language barrier there. But um, she mentioned that she really wanted to have flowers. And it took me back a little bit because I'm thinking, okay, this is a little prima donna. She really needs flowers. This was not about her receiving flowers. It was about her showing the students some of the etiquette that happens, um, some of the ways that a performer is appreciated. And we just took that same big, beautiful bouquet of flowers and presented it to her the two or three times that she performed. Um, but sometimes it's something like that where it is a tangible and you need it. Maybe you're a words of affirmation person like I am, and it does not exist unless it's a written, handwritten note to you. And the people you're expecting appreciation from, that's not how they give appreciation. So really sit down and drill down what is it specifically for you that makes you feel more appreciated. And then step two of that, ask for it. Number three is get some rest and some perspective, which this is probably, we could just drill down that all of Happier Music Teacher is get some rest and get some perspective and you'll probably be happier. A lot of the posts that I see, it looks like people have literally driven home gotten on their phone or their tablet and started to vent to the people that they would like to vent to, which is their music education group, about how unappreciated they are. It may even be true, but I wonder if a little bit of it is that post-concert letdown. And also, if you're like me, and it's not a good trait, sometimes during these performances, if you're not careful, that inner martyr kicks in and you just start doing a record of wrongs on how this group should have had better audience manners and those parents should have done this and everyone involved did something that didn't quite suit your right and bumped into your happy. Well, guess what? Especially with the state of audience manners in our country, um, this is going to be more and more common, y'all. And as much as I like to control every little outcome in that room, I cannot control how literally hundreds 
of Parents and Students and Teachers Act with a performance. And while it is one of the highlights of my year, it's probably one of my Super Bowls, right? A big Veterans Day performance or something like that. Uh, For some of them, it's an inconvenience. For some of them, it is a night away from their family. Um, For some of them, although they're happy to see their child on stage, they had to rush. They had to buy the clothes. They had to wolf down the dinner. They had to leave early from work and sit in traffic. And so although we appreciate it and we expect it on some level, it's just really knowing that maybe um, we just need some rest and perspective. So we're not doing, I don't know if you're a Rain Man fan, but the Milton Babbitt record of wrongs about everyone in the room. Sometimes once you get a good night's rest, or let's be honest, a couple good night's rest following a stressful concert week, and some perspective, like maybe you're looking back on the recording of the concert or just talking it out with a good friend, you'll realize um, that maybe you're not being treated so badly after all. Now, please don't misunderstand this. I think um, your feelings are legitimate, and it is okay to let your feelings go with some of those type of things. But just also know sometimes those big feelings, just like a tired, cranky toddler, I'm sorry to say, when you get a little rest, perspective, perhaps eat some real food, um, have the distance of even some time, you might be feeling a little bit better about it. Um, Of course, none of us deserves to be unappreciated. No one likes to be unappreciated, but it's not also so uncommon. Number four, you might actually be unappreciated. Uh, That could just be the stone-cold facts. Uh, We are not mind readers. We don't know. There may be an appreciation that's not expressed. Uh, I've been grateful, and especially this semester, to have received some very nice appreciation. Um, But that's not always the case. So if you are, in fact, unappreciated, is that the most helpful and kind place to stay with your thoughts? Um, Or could you maybe look for other sources to it and not necessarily look to outsiders to fill your cup? Okay. At the end of the jo- day, excuse me, at the end of the day, it is a job. Now, as teachers and musician martyrs, a lot of times we are so invested and it is our identity and we want everyone to think we're excellent and we want them to literally throw roses on the stage and jump up and shout, bravo, you're so life-giving to these children. What will we ever do without you? And sometimes it's a little bit lukewarm. Sometimes it's less than that. It can feel very personal. Um, But just wonder if staying in that mindset, I'm unappreciated, and telling yourself that and looking for evidence of that is really where you want to be and if it's the most helpful and kind way to speak to yourself. Number five on this list of when you feel unappreciated is are you doing things that no one asks for, things that no one expects, and things that, in fact, no one appreciates? Um... You know, some people, and it is okay, professionally, they do not feel like they have given their best to the job, to their students, um, musically, professionally, fill in the blank, unless it has been completely over the top. The costumes have costumes, the lights have lights, the cues have cues, um, you know, the backdrops have backdrops, everything is really perfect and amazing and over the top. And this is the second grade musical and it's a lot. It's probably nicer than some people's weddings, you know? Um, And then when they don't get the type of appreciation they would like, they feel put out. Okay, So you might ask yourself, if you are fully just doing the works on these productions um, and you feel unappreciated, do you need to keep doing the things at that level that no one asks for? Maybe they don't like. 
Um, they certainly don't expect you to be an exhausted, worn out dish rag at the end of it. Um, and like I said, a martyr. What, oh, what are the things I do for these children? The things I do for this school, they just don't know. Um, and they really just might not appreciate. Now, it doesn't mean that I'm going to take my toys and go home if they don't talk nice to me after my program. Um, but we get like that a little bit, don't we? Um, so start asking yourself and maybe uh, just with a critical eye or run it past a friend who's not a music teacher who will let you know when you're not being balanced and level-headed. Um, if you're really trying doing some things that no one expects of you, at a level that no one expects of you, and frankly, yeah, they don't appreciate. They don't, and we think about the amount of time and energy. It's really truly not their fault. They might guess, but they don't know. And really, the only people that truly know are other music teachers, because even our team gets most of the idea of how hard we've worked. But even then, they may not know completely and fully as another music teacher. So be ruthless and find out if maybe you need to call some things um, because they're not appreciated and get some time and energy back. Number six, is this a generic, no one appreciates what we do, or would a change in environment help? I think we should not be quick to make that decision, but if you listened to my story last week, you might know that that has been part of my story. So there are all sorts of changes in environment you might do, or you could choose to stay where you are and get happy, and there's points to be made for both. Uh, so if you are truly feeling like, you know what, this environment, I am truly not appreciated, and you might be in a different environment, well, maybe it's time to look. Uh, so lots of those changes, and I've mentioned them before, but I'll just go there again. Um, you might decide, you know what, um, I don't feel appreciated at the elementary level. I would be much happier as a secondary choral director. Well, get the things in place and start looking. Now is the perfect time to look. Actually, it's not too early. Or you might say, you know what, this district, uh, there's things I like. It checks some boxes, but I think I would be more appreciated in this neighboring district I know those teachers. I like those teachers. I like what this district is about for fine arts. That could be an option for you. Um, you could literally, and there is no wrong answer here, trust me, because it's your one life. You could literally say, you know what? I think a change in environment to being a private lessons teacher might be better for me at this time. Um, it was for me for quite a while. Or you might think something about, you know what? It really is time for me to do a total, I might change to being a classroom teacher, because I feel like that, I would feel appreciated. I would have the same small number of students, on and on. Or you might say, you know what? Um, I really am done being a music teacher. Uh, I am looking for a job in the, another sector and going to be a career change. Or you might say, you know what? A private school is where it is for me. I like the clientele. Um, I'm okay with the amount of pay that would change. And that's the environment that I want to be in. So this is a great time of year if you are really just feeling like you live unappreciated and it is wearing on you and you don't think you can do it anymore. Um, if you keep on choosing it year after year and keep on being sad about it year after year, um, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but you're complicit in it because you're allowing it to happen. So if you think that a change in environment, now of course, you are not the only person this affects because a lot of us who are listeners, um, we have our partner, we have our children, things like that. But if you think it could be time for a change, it's probably past time for a change. Number seven, and that's gonna be the end of part one, so let's go there quickly. Um, I wanna tread lightly here 
But I have noticed a trend um, that sometimes administrators think everyone in the room but the music teacher at the end of a program. It's weird. I don't know what it's about. Um, But gently, if that happens, educate whoever is doing the thanking. When you're not a high emotion, when things are calm, with the right heart, when you're really feeling you can say it calmly, and if you can't say it calmly, maybe you can craft it nicely in writing, um, that yes, the kids have worked hard. And yes, we thank the parents for attending and supporting. And yes, we appreciate the custodial staff for setting up the chairs. Yes, we do. And we appreciate the outclass team and the classroom teachers for showing up. We appreciate the art teacher for the backdrop. You know else who, who else we appreciate? The music teacher or music teachers who worked real stinking hard to get those kids on the risers and get them to have a good performance. Um, and frankly, I'm not sure it's good for the kids to not have the person who worked so hard acknowledged when they're sitting there getting real puffed up about their part, but their teacher who worked hard is not getting acknowledged. Um, so if that happens to be the case for you in your current situation, um, don't blow up and know you're not alone. Uh, I've seen it happen other places too, um, but gently educate Um, that when they're doing their thank yous, you would like to be included in that too, and why. Um, And it is okay to put it on the frame of the children, because it's true. Um, It is not a good example for the children to think that the music performance fairy came down and made the performance happen. Okay, spoiler alert, the music performance fairy is not real. The music teacher right in front of them, who's probably sweating, is. Um, So if that is a case, um, and something like that is happening that's just really like an omission, Probably not a mean omission by any point. I really don't try to attribute that to people that it is um, ever coming from a place of um, ugliness. Now, is it sometimes? Yeah, maybe, depending on who you have there. Um, But I would just encourage you, if that omission has happened, uh, you might gently make sure that doesn't happen. Um, Even if you have to, I've had um, administrators before where they appreciated having some written notes for thank yous, and I would provide that. Glad to do it. So um, summing up, when you feel appreciated, part one, here's some thoughts I had on it tonight. And apparently with the day off of school, I have a lot of thoughts. Uh, Number one, check yourself to see if you're showing appreciation. Number two, ask yourself. A lot of this has to do with ourself. Can you tell? Not the others. Um, If it's just a vague dissatisfaction that you can't put your finger on yet, but you need to, or a specific unmet need where one little thing, a card, some flowers, a mention in the newsletter would just make it go away. Number three, getting some rest and perspective and keeping in mind there may be some post-concert letdown because it's a big high and then sometimes it's a big low. Uh, Number four, considering the fact that you might be unappreciated but dwelling on it is not helpful and kind to yourself. Number five, are you doing things that no one even asks you to, no one expects, and no one appreciates? Number six, if this is generic, no one appreciates what we do, or if maybe a change in your school environment would help. And finally today, number seven, when you do get have an omission, when you're not being thanked properly after concert, and by properly, I mean a mention. Uh, it doesn't have to be, you know, a huge uh, pep rally. But if you do find there's an omission with you being included in the thank yous, to gently educate uh, whoever it might be when they thank everyone in the room but you.
I hope this helps and encourages you as we get off of the hectic holiday season um, for concerts, but also rebound into the hectic spring season for concerts and events and competitions. You do deserve appreciation. And if you're in the room with me right now, I'd hug you. I'd probably make it awkward. You are important. You are making a difference. Um, But instead of looking for all that outside affirmation and value, which is nice, I think it's time probably if you see the tips having things in common that we start carrying that ourselves um, and really knowing that what we're doing is valuable and deserves to be appreciated. This week's verse of the day, 1 Chronicles 1634. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. This week's Mindset Minute is the thought that you get to choose your mindset and that mindset matters. You might assume, um, incorrectly, I might add, that if you see the big smile on my face on my cover art or you hear the title Happier Music Teacher, that I am naturally positive. And those who are close to me would correct you that no, Beth is not naturally positive. Um, I have to cultivate it probably harder than anyone else that I know. But every day I have to make up my mind. And I really think it's a better way to be, a better way to live. And as research and neuroscience goes on and on, I think we're just going to find more and more about the power of mindset. Regardless, I think it's a biblical concept. So given the choice, I'm going to choose a better mindset every day and keep choosing it. And make no mistake about it, it's work. It never just happens by accident. I never just rarely default to the positive setting. I wish that happened. It'd be a lot easier, but I do think it matters. So today's Mindset Minute, your mindset matters. If you like this podcast, I think you're going to love the book, Happier Music Teacher, 50 Days to Being a Happier Music Teacher at Home and at School. You can pick it up on F-Flat Books. I'll have the link in the show notes and soon on Amazon. Thank you for listening to the Happier Music Teacher. Don't forget to leave a review and subscribe and tell a friend.